Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Earners, what's up? Look, I wanna give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. Let's go to the top three trading strategies of all time. 
Um, my number one favorite is a triple golden cross. So I was talking to somebody about this at the JP Morgan event. So when you have the 200-day moving average pair with the 100-day moving average pair with the 21, if you're looking like on a monthly chart or weekly chart, when the 21 and 50, uh, 100 crosses through the 200 to go long there, or if they bleed underneath the 200, to look for a short. It's probably one of the easiest trading strategies to be able to follow. Um, number two, a, a Fed weighted short. So when the federal um, government stopped buying assets, not only did NASDAQ waiver, but that's when Bitcoin leveled out and started to drop. So when the Fed, which is the true market maker, stops buying assets in a particular class, that is a time too short. Um, and then my, my third, uh, you guys can go back to the Mike Novogratz uh, episode, is to find out what those true hedge fund levels are on a macro picture. So if you can look at a decade chart or seven year chart and see where they're looking to buy, which is usually like anywhere from 65 to 83% off from the all time high. They're looking to load up there or anywhere around that 95 to 97%, um, almost at that high. They're looking to short. So, like a global macro um, swing trade. And, and like those macro swing trades, when I talk to Bonoan, usually last like five or six years. So, like that, if you can buy again at Bitcoin at 20,000 or if it ever gets down like 13,000 to hold for a seven year cycle. And then exit are my three favorite uh, trading strategies of all time. Ian, if I may. Fire. If I, if I may interject, I'd like to substitute one at number three for you. Can I? Fire away. Two tech, two index. No, no stress. I mean, because a lot of our listeners, mm -hmm. right, might not be as technically sound or fundamentally sound when it comes That's to true. So what would be the safest thing for them to do? What would put them in the, the position that would mitigate a lot of risk? Two deck. Two index. It sounds so simple, but most people won't follow it. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the best investment strategies, personally. Thank for you. somebody who's just coming into the space, who's not really familiar, find two, two tech. Let's see who's the top two in a sector. Let's invest in that. Let's find two indexes. Maybe, I mean, you can pick. Vanguard, we, we've talked about a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. Invest in that, continuously invest in it, learn about investing, and then maybe you can learn how to trade from that. But if you're beginning in this, which a lot of people are, mm -hmm. and I, I say a lot of people because we saw the number of people that came to in the investment community since the pandemic. Yeah. I think that's one of the most important strategies. So I know you didn't want to toot your own horn, pause, but I wanted to give you a lot of credit because I think it's an important strategy and it's one that's simplistic enough for the average person to understand. Even on the macro hedge fund side, like I was talking to Stock Club last Wednesday and I did the calculation if Kathy would have ran that strategy from 2020 through now, it would be $2.9 billion added in value and returns for our clients just using that simple formulation. And for those who say, well, it's too simple for a hedge fund to run it, um, Berkshire Hathaway, if you look at their portfolio weighting, Apple makes up 84% of those holdings. So if it's good enough for Warren Buffett, who arguably is the greatest long-term investor of all time, I think for everyone else who isn't managing multi-billions, it's an amazing strategy um, that it will work even better for. All right. All right. Um, well, oh, yeah, Maverick Carter. I forgot about him. Shout out to Mav. Shout out to Mav. He's up there. I know. Uh, What's one of the staying in trading pain? What's one of the best indicators to use for trading? 
Um, I had to debate it back and forth on which one, but I'm going to go with volume profile. So volume profile gives you an assessment where think of it like an average that does not move. So you have moving averages that will adjust over time. But the part that sucks about a moving average is over time, you'll get different price points. If you go to a wider time frame, like a monthly chart or a weekly chart and look at volume profile, um, it'll give you the baseline price for where a lot of institutions want to buy. And the great part is that it's static. So if you go to a monthly chart, let's say a stock is at 150. The volume profile price may be 32.17. You may feel like it's never going to go there, but you know if shit hits the fan and all hell breaks loose, that is like a low to boat price indicator that you can use to know where to get in. Some people use it on a 15 minute basis, five minute basis, but I like all my indicators to look to be used over a longer time frame. And if you do that, going back to the decade chart, seven year chart, for those of you who are on the institutional side, it gives you a good estimation of like where you can buy something like at a rock bottom price. Mm. I, I just knew you were going to say moving averages. So I'm surprised <laughs> because I, I still, I still love moving averages. I, still, Me too. I, I love the 20 day. I, love, I know yours is the 72. I want to see 200. I want to see one. And so I want it gives me a better glimpse of, of the movement action. I still use the biology bands. Like I, I'm still using all those. Um, yeah. I, I, in my mind, if I had to bet, I was going to, I, I would have put on moving averages for you. But that's dope, though. Yeah. And just trying to give something different also, too. Like one of the things that makes trading easier, like if I say a house is worth 500000 but in a fire sale is worth one twenty, it's kind of hard if that price changes every two weeks. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you know just what like the rock bottom price is, like almost like a wholesale price, that makes it a lot easier for a person who's incredibly busy to know, okay, let me buy at this level. And then I'm a hold here for, or even if you want to know where to load the boat, let's say if you have a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, I would probably put 70% of my capital there off that monthly chart or decade chart. And then I build positions around it, but the bulk of the money will go in there. Mm, yeah. And volumes, volumes important. And if you, if you are a follower of market Mondays, we talked about volume and we talked about the trades that are happening, but who's actually investing in the difference. Yeah and retail investing. And so when you see those those levels of volumes, and sometimes you get inside, especially in the option space, you get inside of trading, there's no volume, there's no movement. You're like, yeah. well, why am I in this trade? Well, that's something you should look at prior to going to it. Yeah. Who's investing in it and what is the volume amount on a daily basis? If you're, mm -hmm. if you're trading or if you're, you know, you're doing shirt tone calls, like look at the volume because that will dictate if there's going to be movement. Yeah. And I, I talked about this this past weekend too, but Anyone who is not going to higher time frames first, monthly, weekly, then day, you're making a huge mistake. If you're only looking at a five minute or a one minute, even though you can get your trades off, if you don't know what the predominant direction is and what also the predominant buying direction is of those institutions, you're trading, you're like trying to stop a train from moving against your position. So if you don't know what those higher time frames are, you're basically saying, I'm better, I'm smarter than BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard. And where they get in does not matter. You have to follow what the market movers and market makers are doing. And on the future side, if you look at that commitment of traders report, it'll give you a insight of if we're buying or selling. So like last week, uh, the COT, the balance of futures were negative. So people were shorting a lot more than they were actually buying because we haven't got to a great level to buy. The asymmetric risk is not there. So there have been a lot more shorts. And August usually is a more volatile month or a month mm -hmm. we end up losing. So there's not a lot of 
net positive uh, futures trades that are being active in the market right now. They'll probably come back September. So these are some of the things I'll be talking about with Dan and Kathy, and they'll confirm it. But and I also want to break down some charts with them to see like where do they think Bitcoin would go, Ethereum. Um, we'll look at look at the ES Mini, Nasdaq as well, and then you can kind of glean some of their insights for how they trade as well. Yeah, I, somebody had spoken to me about um, the market, and they were like, "Well, is it a good time for Nvidia? You guys are always talking about Nvidia, and it's pulled back, it's pulled back." I think the most important thing that people need to realize is that stocks go down. <laughs> every day every week every month stocks go down right like yeah it was up 220 percent currently it's at 177 percent on the year it's up 177 percent on the year uh -huh. stocks do come down they do correct themselves right this is a natural part of it uh -huh. that's why it's important that if you're in the space if you're in investing you need to experience these things it's important that you experience these things so you can understand what it feels like during the, the peaks. And you need to understand what it feels like when it has some of these lows. Yeah. It's all part of it. But if you're invested, you're experiencing that, right? Stocks do go down. Please mm -hmm. be patient, long-term investing. Speaking of stocks coming down, Carl Icahn is fighting for his life. I didn't put him on the list, but he could have been on the list. He could have been on the list, but it goes back to some of the things we talked about of like too much hubris, too much ego, um, not throwing rocks from the uh, rocks from the throne. Like Carl got a little bit too pompous after the the Apple institutional move that he made, and I think he let his guard down, and that fund has not performed as well as it should. And then once you know the short sellers got their hands on it. It started to destroy his portfolio if Carl was a little bit nicer. And even though Buffett is a shark behind the scenes, there's a reason why he does that. Grandpa, I'm nicer than everyone. I drive the same car since 1993 and live in the same house. That's not his primary house, but it sounds good. Um, there's a reason he has a disposition in public because it's a lot harder to raise capital if you're deemed to be a jerk or an asshole and, and you're um, cantankerous all the time. So. Those are some things as an investor you have to learn to stay away from that I've had to learn as well, um, because you can turn off your audience by doing those, some some of those things. Cantankerous, truculent. I'm ready. I'm wow. telling you, we're we gonna put on a show like a show show. When, when everyone leaves, I want them to be like, yeah, I got the best investing talk from Ian. It's a good word. Like, yeah, I gotta give you points for that word. That was good. So, um. Yeah, I was watching CNBC and they was talking about how they was tired of hearing about moving averages. Mm -hmm. How moving averages is really irrelevant. What person made this statement? I was listening to the audio. Uh, audio? Yeah. I mean, it's not the best way to get in. Um, it's a mathematical calculation. So let's say if you have like a stock that's at 100, the bottom is 10, it'll get you somewhere in around like 55 or 60. I like to get into the edges. Um, another tip you guys can write down, you can write out a support box and a resistance box. So from zero up to 20%, that is your support box. From the top of the market, minus 20 is your resistance. And those will be the only areas that I will look to. So support box, I will look to go long. A resistance box, I will look to, sh to short and stay out of the middle. The reason why like most really good investors don't love moving averages it's because they end up giving you 
less returns opposed to if you bought at a rock bottom price. But for most people who just want to be able to get in and get out quickly, it is a good way, but it's not always the best way. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about. In your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive. And that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details.